You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. The other thing I'll say, too, and this is systemic of offense defense and special teams and if you want to boil everything down is and i know a a part of this is with rashawn gary being out um because he he would i put in this category but this team lacks playmakers they have good players at a variety of different positions jair alexander is actually a pretty great uh you know example of this and part of it's because sometimes he doesn't get thrown at very much and i know he'll come up with a pick every now and again but if you want to compare like Jair Alexander to Tremont Williams in his prime, Charles Woodson in his prime, Nick Collins in his prime. Those guys were consistently getting in passing lanes and picking off, picking off uh, quarterbacks. Jair Alexander hasn't really done that throughout the course of his career. He's not a guy that's going to force a fumble. He's not a guy that's going to, you know, he's, he's not what I would typically consider a playmaker really when he's really going well, he's a phenomenal, you know, cover corner, maybe the best in the league when he's going well, but I still wouldn't necessarily describe him as a playmaker. Kenny Clark, another phenomenal example, really, really great player, uh, especially when he's going well. And he will make plays, but not what I would consider a true playmaker that's getting, you know, 15, 16 sacks, that's forcing fumbles, that's doing a lot of that sort of thing. On defense, and I know Rizul will come up with some plays. He had a great interception last week. Like I would say Rashawn Gary right now is tasked with being when he was healthy, he was really kind of tasked with being the playmaker on defense and on offense, Aaron Jones, we're starting to finally see Christian Watson. Like those are basically your playmakers. They have nobody on special teams, which we've been documenting forever that they haven't been able to find a playmaker that can return kicks, return punts, anything like that. And Rogers who was able to sort of will things as a playmaker, he doesn't have that, he doesn't have the running ability. He doesn't have the, the, the arm and the accuracy that he can sort of lift everyone up and kind of make them playmakers just because he can throw people open and do the you know impossible at times. So when you lack guys that just have the ability to make plays in any given game, it, it like the, the margin for error is so slim and you have to almost play a flawless brand of football because you're not coming up with those big explosive plays on offense, defense, or special teams. So there are really good players throughout the course of this, this team. And again, I think Alexander, Kenny Clark, amongst others are great examples of this, but 
And even like Aaron Jones, who was clearly, I would still put in the playmaker category. This is not a four, three forty guy where you could just get the, and he's like gone in a cloud of dust or anything, right? Like he has to work hard and you have to block some things up decently well for him to sort of get going and actually get those real explosive plays downfield. So when I look at this, when I look back at the, the 2010, and it's, it's always, you know, never advantageous for a current team when you're comparing them to a Super Bowl winner. But when you look at that Super Bowl team, that team was chock full of playmakers. And this team just isn't. And I think when you lack that, it just makes everything so difficult because you have to grind and you have to go on those 80 yard drives. You're not getting turnovers on defense. You're not getting explosive returns on special teams. And it just makes everything so insanely difficult. That's really interesting. Okay. So I have two questions for you off of that one being, is this something that is coaching once they get there? Is this, good isn't drafting playmakers like is this a combination like is this a mindset thing because to me I would argue with you that Jair is a playmaker I don't think that he's been asked or been put in the position to do that this season because we've seen him get sacks on blitzes we've seen him make tackles after tackles for losses like we we've seen him get in there um I'm wondering if this is like a a draft and develop issue within the Packers like what do they do about this because you're right the margin for error is slim and we've seen this season you know a bounce here and there a call here and there and all of a sudden the Packers are you know they're bad I'm I'm not saying that but they've maybe won some of those games in the past whereas they're losing all of them now and it's just become more glaring that they really don't have a margin for error. So how do you, do you have to fill the, now you have to just look at this roster and say, okay, how do we fill this? Or how do we get guys in here to coach them up to be playmakers? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, the first thing just going to to Jair really quick. This is this is fifth season, but basically like four seasons full of games because this isn't a full season. And last year he only played four games. But and and I do agree with you to some extent that um, you have to be put in a position to be able to make plays. But basically four full seasons now, his career on his career, his eight interceptions, two forced fumbles, one and a half sacks. Like that's a like that's a bad Charles Woodson. Like or maybe like an like an average season um in his prime when he was making play and again that's comparing to a hall of fame one of the greatest of all times in charles woodson but i'm just going to like tremont williams would have you know six seven interceptions in a season you know that 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 wasn't a rare thing so uh, again i'm not necessarily disagreeing that he's not always put in a position and teams do not at least in the past had not generally thrown his way a ton for obvious reasons so i I, again i'm not saying that he's uh i'm not saying that i disagree with you but um aiden fumbles one and a half sacks on his career so far isn't necessarily playmaking numbers. And, and to your, yeah. your question specifically um, from uh, is this a, a draft and develop or uh, is this a Gutekunst issue? 
I mean, first of all, it, it's not always easy to find playmakers. Um, so you, you have to do that. And they just had Devonte Adams who trade, you know, requested to be traded. And he was one of the, the playmakers in football, which really buoyed this offense, obviously in more ways than we even possibly imagined. Um, and even if you look at a lot of the home run players that have, have been on this team, Aaron Rodgers was a Ted Thompson pick. Um, David Bakhtiari was a Ted Thompson pick. Devonte Adams was a Ted Thompson pick. Aaron Jones was a Ted Thompson pick. Kenny Clark was a Ted Thompson pick. Um, you've got basically Gary and Jair who have been um, his, his home run swings. Those were his, the, the two years where he had top 15 picks. I know he traded out uh, a little bit on Jair, but like you're supposed to get home runs when you're picking in the top 15. So I do think it's a bit of an issue where you've got to, you've got to find a way to get those playmakers. You can't just um, hope that you're getting a top 15 guy and that you can bring that in every year. You're hoping to not pick in that range every year. Um, But yeah, they they just got to do a better job of identifying that. Well, looks like they're probably going to be in that range this year. So maybe we'll get ourselves a playmaker in the off season. Um, Exactly what they need. Before we wrap up, I'm very curious what, your score prediction is for this game? Um, I'm going to say 31-17 Packers. I'm not usually like a tradition, or sorry, 31-17 Eagles. That's really funny. 31-17 Eagles. Um, I'm not usually a traditional, like this is an obvious score, like a 31-17 is like a very obvious score line. Um, but I'm going to say 31-17 Eagles. I think I think the Eagles are going to be able to move the football. I think they're going to get some touchdowns. They're playing in their all, they're all blacks. I think they're it's Sunday night football. I think they're going to score some points against this Packers defense with no Rashawn Gary. And uh, I think the Packers have found some ways to get some explosive plays and actually get some touchdowns. I think they'll get a couple. I think they'll convert a field goal, but I'm going to say 31-17 Eagles. When you said Packers, I think my jaw hit the floor. Um, My score prediction was going to be 34-17. I'm in the same camp as you. Just this Eagles team is all around, top to bottom, a better team. They're playing better. They're playing more physical. They're well-coached. They don't make mistakes. I, I think the only way the Packers stay in this is if they capitalize on some Eagles mistakes, if they make them, which is never a good recipe. Um, so I think it's going to be an unfortunate Thanksgiving weekend watch for some Packers fans, but let's hope for some fun Christian Watson uh, moments and just get out of there alive. The, the funny thing is, is I've been pick, like basically since I started the podcast, I've been picking the Packers almost every single week through the entirety of my time covering the team. It's so ingrained in me. But I'm just like, yeah, whatever the score is, and that it's still weird for me to, to not pick against them. And for the most part, those predictions were always right over the course of the time covering the team. So uh, it's still a little bit of an adjustment to be picking against them as often as we have, unfortunately have had to this season. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think really quick, I do think there's, there's still fun things to watch on this team and specifically this rookie class, right? Like, um, and I know Dobbs is out right now and I know Zach Tom isn't necessarily, you know, playing because they're actually healthy on the offensive line, but this rookie class, uh, even Devonte White in limited snap put some pretty decent stuff on tape, uh, these last handful of weeks. So, uh, the Quay Walkers, the Devonte Wyatt's the Christian Watson's Dobbs when he comes back, Tom, when he actually gets in the game, JJ and Igbari, um, th- this draft class has been very promising so far, and that's a really fun group to keep an eye on and kind of keep cheering that um, they continue to develop as the course of the season goes along. I could not agree more, and I'm glad for them because it gives us some fun and happy things to watch when, even while they're losing. Um, I'm with you. I always it's it's a weird time, uh, especially when you go into a lot of games expecting the Packers to lose. It's just very 
feels unnatural. Um, I think it shows how spoiled we have been to be rooting for a team that just always kind of gets the benefit of the doubt in the win category, but um, onwards and upwards, Andy, thank you so much for coming on as always. You're one of my favorite people to chat with before we go. Uh, tell the people if they're not following you, that would be kind of wild, but where to follow you and where to find your work. Yeah. Appreciate you, Perry. Uh, you're the absolute best. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Herman NFL. You can follow the podcast at Packaday podcast and love doing these with you guys. And hopefully once Maggie's back, we can uh, hang out again. Yes. Would love that. Um, as always, you can follow me at Perry underscore Goldstein. You can follow the podcast at PWSS podcast on Twitter. Packs what she said on Instagram and Twitch. We will be back after Thanksgiving, after this game, to do a recap show, TBD, on who will be joining me. Maybe it will be Mama Loney. Maybe it will be a fun guest. Uh, You just are going to have to wait and see. Um, If you're listening to this before Thanksgiving, I hope you all enjoy your holiday with your family. And uh, as always, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 